If you have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of Mark chapter 9 tonight. Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9 and verses 14 down through to 29. And I want to preach a very simple message tonight called This Kind. Out of Mark chapter 9 verses 14. And uh, you know the Bible speaks a lot about spiritual battle. Can you say amen? Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 tells us, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. And he lists these things here, four things, but against principalities, but against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Church, I came to remind us tonight that we're in war, that we're in a spiritual battle against the enemy, against what Jesus refers to as this kind this kind, uh, this kind is a spiritual demon and it's after the church. It's after believers. It's after, you know what, you and I, because we are the church. It's not the building. You and I, this generation that we're living in today, we are the church. And the church is the hope of a city. Amen. The church is uh, the refuge for individuals. The church is a place, a hospital. For those who have been wounded by life, wounded by sin. And Jesus himself is committed to building you and I, the church. He said in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, he said to Peter, on this rock, I will build my church. Notice Jesus didn't say, oh, look, I'm hoping to build my church. He didn't say, listen, maybe in just a couple of weeks time, I'm, I'm looking at building something. I'm thinking about building my church. No, no, no. He said, I will build my church and then he adds to that promise and it says and the gates of hell come on somebody the gates of hell shall not what prevail against it he wants to permeate a city he wants to establish a church to be the refuge for people and I want to tell you I want to remind you back in 2017 this church was birthed that two couples and two young children, Pastor Dax and Rose, went down into Eagleby to start a brand new church. And I'm telling you, all hell was trying to come against building and starting this congregation. All hell was breaking loose. I can see the demons on the streets of Eagleby shrieking at the thought, oh my goodness, here comes a Holy Ghost preacher, man. We've had few other people come into Bean Lee in the Eagleby before, but ain't nothing like this guy. Ain't nothing like this family that's ready to preach the gospel. And Jesus says the gates of hell shall not prevail. Pastor Dax came with a mission to preach the gospel. Amen. And many of you here tonight are saved because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Nothing can compare to the power of a church. The lost can be found. The sick can be healed. The unsaved can be saved and go to heaven. And this is God's plan. This is God's design. The church is depopulating hell and populating heaven and because of this listen the devil will do all he can to destroy you and I the church John 10 verse 10 the thief does not come except to steal to kill and destroy he's not here to have a nice little date with you nice little lunch and coffee and some nice biscuits here honey dip some biscuits in this milk right here hey he ain't, he ain't, he's about to try and steal something off you he's trying to kill you. he's trying to destroy your life and the devil wants to target churches 
He wants to target especially those that are on fire, that have a mission to fulfill Jesus' great commission. The devil is coming after you and I, and he wants to take out saints one by one. He's trying to take out the church, uh, those that come in and committed every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Sunday night. He's committed to being in your ear. He's committed in trying to bring you off course. He, the devil is committed to you. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. And I'm telling you, the move of God that started in Eagleby and here in Beanley must continue on. Amen. This place must, we must not allow this place to crumble because God has given us a miracle. We cannot afford to lose momentum. And I want you to see something in our text. Because Jesus exposes the one type of opposition. He simply calls it this kind. So let's walk around the text tonight. Mark chapter 9 verse 14. Listen to what this story unfolds. It says, And when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and scribes disputing with them. Immediately when they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed and running to him, greeted him. And he asked the scribes, What are you discussing with them? Verse 17, Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. And wherever it seizes him, it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. Verse 19, he answered him and said, Oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Think about that. How long shall I be with you? Shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said from childhood, and often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. Listen to this. The father is saying to Jesus, but if you can do anything, get that, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus says to him, if you can believe. Notice that. If you can do anything, Jesus says, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, Deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out. Translation is that the spirit shrieked, convulsed him greatly and came to him, came out of him. And he became as one dead. So that many said he is dead, but Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciples wanted to have a private conversation. His disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? So he said to them, this kind, everyone say this kind. This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. Amen and amen. Let's pray tonight. Father, we come against this kind. This kind that seeks to rob and kill and destroy. We come against this kind. 
Lord God, that comes against our faith, that comes against our belief in you, Jesus. We come against this kind tonight. We expose this demon, this foul demonic spirit tonight. And we come against it right now in the name above all names, the name of Jesus. God, speak to your people. Deliver people tonight in your wonderful name we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Number one, let's consider this kind. Jesus says, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. This kind, Jesus is, ref, Jesus is saying, listen, this is not like any other kind. This is different. Until this point, the disciples had no idea. Disciples had no clue that there is going to be another kind. Everything until this point, the disciples were with Jesus. Everything was simple with Jesus Christ. Demons, they can be cast out. Raising the dead, that's easy. Jesus can do it. In their minds, they think, you know what? Sickness, no problem. This stuff will happen, but Jesus can heal them. And they were just copying whatever Jesus did. In the name of Jesus, boom, healed, healed. Demon, possessed, healed, boom, delivered. That's all they saw. And you can just imagine the disciples are excited because even in Luke chapter 10 verse 17 says that then the 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. The disciples are like, you know what? We, we, there's nothing get, that can stop us. We, we believe in Jesus. We sang that song tonight. We believe in you, Father. And you know what? Here it is. The disciples are like, you know what? There's nothing that you cannot do. We believe it, God. You can do it. Yet in their mind, they had no idea that they were about to meet some other kind that was going to oppose them. In our text, the father brings his sons to the disciples. And you would think this is in their mind. The disciples are like, yes, we know what to do. We've seen Jesus do it and we've done it ourselves. We can do this. There's joy. There's expectation. Simple laying on of hands and whoosh, another one can't be delivered in the name of Jesus. But again, in our text, we read tonight, they look at each other, scratching their heads, thinking, ah, uh, one disciple, maybe Thomas would have went and prayed first. Thomas, you're doubting too much. Come on, Peter, we know you can get. Peter comes in, tries to pray for them, and nothing happens. <laughs> I mean, I can just see it. Oh, brother, Hemi goes and prays. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Kamika, your turn. Yo, yo, okay, yo, 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 Dave, come on, let's pray, let's pray. And nothing seems to take place. Their pride's at stake right here. Everyone's looking around, and I can see maybe, you know, maybe, they're like, sorry, excuse me, everyone, we're having a, some spiritual technical difficulties right now. We, uh, we just, you know what, we, we just need to uh, try and get this under control right here. But we're all seriously, you know what, they're dealing with this kind. This is the kind that is committed to absolute destruction of this young boy. This kind had been throwing this young boy into the fire and into the water trying to kill this young boy and at the same time this kind is really uh, trying to devastate and discourage the father of the boy he's trying to discourage even the disciples who've been trying to pray for them and could not heal him this kind is at work and this kind the disciples could not even heal him and Jesus says, uh, he says in verse 19, he answered him and he said, oh, faithless generation. Faithless is translated unbelieving generation. How many know we're living in a day and age where it's like unbelief is just rampant in our society today? And he says, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. 
Jesus is saying, babe, how long am I going to see you go through with this? How long am I going to see you put up with this? Bring it to me. And, you know, it's not the fact that God doesn't care. God is love. Can you say amen? And the fact is this, you won't bring it to God. Bring him to me. It's like, you know what? Oh, yeah, God, you know, if, if you can do anything, can you do it for me, please? And, and so here is his questioning, God, do you really love me? And the fact is, and you know what? The truth is that God does love you. The fact and reality is this, will you bring your issue to God? Will you bring what you're, what's been troubling your, your mind? Will you bring what has been troubling your family for years to Jesus? And then Jesus asked the Father a question. He says, how long has he been like this? Dr. Jesus, like how long have you had this problem? And you would think, um, Jesus, you're, you're, the, you're the Alpha and Omega, you know, the beginning and the end. You should know. You should know Jesus. You, you should know the end from the beginning. But what Jesus is trying to let the Father know is this. He's trying to let them know and say, hey, listen, it's been happening since your child. He's, in other words, it's time. It's enough is enough. Let's get rid of this kind. And Jesus is talking to a generation, a faithless, unbelieving generation. He's trying to get his disciples and the Father to realize that this kind has a curse on a generation. Let me break it down. Your family might be addicted with drugs. Your family, another family right here might be, you know what, ruined with sexual affairs. One family might be filled with workaholics. You know what, they ain't got no time for church, ain't got no time for God, ain't got no time for their marriage. Just filled with workaholics. And one family is riddled with laziness. Just too lazy to go to work, too lazy to come to church, too lazy. And I'm telling you, it's this kind that I'm talking about. This kind that has been ruining your family. This kind that has been destroying your family from generation to generation. I believe tonight God is saying to you, how long? How long have you been putting up with this? How long shall I bear with you putting up with it? That you still come to church, that you still come and lift up your hands, but yet deep inside you're experiencing this kind. That you're trying to break free from this kind. And Jesus is saying, how long have you been struggling with that addiction? How long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with this? He wants you to see it in perspective that you've been addicted for so many years. And enough is enough. Jesus is saying to you tonight, bring it to me. In our text, it's not your child that needs healing. It's the curse that needs breaking. This kind is cursing a generation. This kind has a strategy and it's against the church. And let me be specific. This kind is coming against a church that preaches the gospel message of Jesus Christ. When Jesus rebukes the spirit, calls it a deaf and dumb spirit. And what's interesting is this, is that he had a mute spirit, a dumb, we're speaking about a mute spirit. And it's interesting when you look at this, the young boy could not hear and he could not speak. Think about that strategy from the enemy, from this kind. The Bible says in Romans that faith comes by what? By hearing. The boy was deaf. How could he hear? How could the boy speak? And with the mouth, confession is made to salvation. You see, this kind is targeting 
this boy's ears and mouth that the enemy doesn't want the boy to hear or speak about salvation. And I'm telling you, this kind does not want people walking through these doors to hear the gospel. This kind, listen, does not want young men and women of this generation getting saved. You see, in this nation alone, many people are under attack by this kind. Many people have become spiritually deaf and mute. And you know what? Their actions just don't even make sense. And instead of this kind throwing them in the fire and killing them, they kill them in other ways. Cigarettes, alcohol, drugs. Come on, I'm preaching tonight that, you know what? This is the message that people, uh, you know what, need to hear. Lung cancer. Listen tonight. Statistics in Australia are concerning. 25 people die of lung cancer every single day in Australia. More than 9,000 per year. 25 people every single day dying from lung cancer. It's killing them, but yet people are deaf to the warnings, deaf to the gospel. Smoking is a suicide mission. Amen. Just like throwing the boy himself, uh, just like, you know what, throwing that young boy in the fire. Listen, this kind doesn't want any preaching on this kind of subject. It doesn't want you to talk about cigarettes. Hey, listen, uh, if, if this kind can keep them addicted. Hey, you know what, if we can stop the preacher from preaching about sin and fornication, oh, we, we've, this kind has done its job. If this kind can stop Holy Ghost filled preachers who are unapologetic in preaching the gospel message that listen, that it's appointed for man to die once and then comes judgment. You can spend eternity in hell without the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. This kind is up against the church that preaches the gospel. This nation is riddled with people bound by this kind, bound by heroin, crack and cocaine, nicotine. Methamphetamines, alcohol, pornography, this kind has its hold. It's got a grip on young people. It's got a grip on men and women, on fathers. And I'm telling you, this kind will keep people at home. When it's time to go to church, this kind keeps them comfortable and say, listen, hey, you've had a hard day at work. This kind will keep them at home, not willing to hear the gospel message being preached into their hearts, not willing to stir their hearts to call them into service no more because they want to be comfortable until this kind is after that. He's happy to, for people to preach about comfortable messages. The enemy is happy. If, you know what? Hey, let's, let's preach comfortable, nice, easy messages. But when Jesus says, push out a little from the land, launch out into the deep. Oh, man, that's the catch right there. The devil wants us to keep us on the shoreline of this earth. Keep us in a knee-deep gospel message. Oh, listen, you know what? It's all about love and grace. And he's like, listen, I'm telling you, when you get to heaven, you're going to meet a Savior. He's either going to be your judge or he's going to be your Savior. Are you saved or you're not saved? Listen, there ain't no gray. It's either black or white with the gospel. You're either saved, you're going to heaven, or you're going to hell. And this kind wants to stop. He wants to spiritually deafen your ears. The devil wants to cause you to be mute so you don't speak. 
speak out the gospel, so you don't speak out the word, because when the devil came to Jesus in the wilderness, Jesus was rattling off scriptures, bam, getting into the devil's face. And I'm telling you, if the devil can get a hold of you know, what Holy Ghost preaches, if the devil can get a hold of you trying to speak the word of God, this kind can get a hold of a church infiltrating the world. So let's talk about victory over this kind. Because we're not hopeless against this kind, amen. That's why before you came tonight, man, all kinds of things were coming against you to come to church tonight. All kinds of issues started popping up and you know what, you, you had something going on and all kinds of things were coming against you because I'm telling you, this kind is working behind the scenes. And whenever you're attacked by the devil and the devil says, listen, you feel like staying home? No, it's this kind that is after your home. Whenever you feel like, oh, listen, I feel a bit weak. I feel a bit, you know, tired. Listen, it's that that's the enemy that is trying to keep you from hearing the gospel being preached. This kind tells you not to tithe. This kind tells you not to get involved. This kind tells you you'll never make it. This kind tells you, listen, you know what? Uh, you know what is? Is you not you're not able to do anything for the kingdom. This kind will tell the church, listen, you know, we just can't afford the rent. Uh, we, we can't afford to buy outreach flyers. We can't afford to establish and plant churches. This kind is trying to get a hold of a church. And this kind will take no prisoners because this church is a threat to its territory here in Beanley. And it will fight hard, but the church has got to fight harder. And I'm talking about spiritual fighting right now. I'm talking about this kind that Jesus says by prayer and fasting. Woo, come on now. This kind only comes out by prayer and fasting. Listen to this. The first problem is a faith problem. If you're going to get victory over this kind, listen, you've got to get over the faith problem. Listen to the Father's response in our text to Jesus in verse 22. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus says to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Not just some things are going to be possible. All things are possible to him who believes. And the father of the boy, he's saying, look, if you can do anything, Jesus says, if you can believe. Verse 24, immediately the father of the child then cries out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. This kind wants to make you think that you don't have faith to overcome this. I mean, he's saying, God, I believe, but please, Lord, help my unbelief. He's saying, Lord, I got faith, but it's struggling. Has anyone ever been there before? God, I believe that you, you know, you rose again. I, I believe that you, but, but this kind that I've been struggling with for many years, I don't know if you can do that. Come on. That, you know what, that your, your kind is different to the person sitting next to you. You might struggle with lust, but the other person next to you is struggling with money. And so you've been struggling with money for all these years and you know it's got a grip on your life and someone else over here is struggling with lust and it's this kind that's kept you all along and you're the only one that knows, man, you know what? I don't think I have faith enough to overcome this issue. And this kind says to you, you don't have faith to overcome this. Lord, I believe, but God help my unbelief. I don't know if I can do this. 
I mean, you can hear his confusing prayer, this, uh, you know what, uh, this thing that's going on, this wrestle in his mind. God, I believe, but I don't know if I can get it done. See, this is where you need to take it to another level. Jesus says the victory over this kind is only but by prayer and fasting. You know, it takes our focus on the physical and puts it on the supernatural, the spiritual. When we begin to pray, it takes us into a whole different realm. It begins to, you know what, we begin to see things that we don't usually see in our carnal mind. That when we begin to go through life and we don't pray, when we go through life and we don't fast, uh, we're so carnal, we're filled with our ways that we choose to do what's easy. We choose to do what's convenient. But God is calling us beyond what's easy. God is calling us beyond what's convenient. God is calling us to a life of prayer and fasting. That we got to fight it in, not the physical, but fight it in the spiritual. Because when you fight it in the physical, you're fighting the wrong battle. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your energy. This kind, you know what, is behind every internal church fighting gossip. It's behind your marriage. It's behind, uh, you know what, everything trying to kill your ministry, your relationship with others. This kind is fighting in the midst and you're thinking it's an issue with this brother. You think it's an issue with her. You think it's an issue with her, him and now. You know what? No, no, no. Listen, it's a spiritual battle that's going on. And we need to take our battles from here. We got to fight them up there in the spirit. If you want dominion over doubt, pray. If you want deliverance of a demon, pray and fast. God is calling us to something deeper. God is calling us to fight our battles, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And we need to be a church ready to discern. You know what? This ain't attack with between me and you. This is an attack by the enemy. And Jesus is telling us, listen, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. When was the last time you prayed? When was the last time you decided to set some time in your busy schedule and just pray? This has been going on for so long. God, I'm tired of facing this addiction day in and day out. God, I'm fighting this. I'm battling with this. God, I believe, but God, help my unbelief. Oh, come on. This kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. James 5.16, the effective, fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. The effective, fervent, the fervent means a hot, there's a, there's a temperature gauge on this prayer life. I'm telling you, sometimes your prayer life gets a bit cold. Your prayer life can get a bit stale. But this is a call right now to say, oh, I'm come, it's time to get hot. Oh, man, you got to get in the Holy Ghost power, the fire of the Spirit and say, God, this is right here. The fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. It's time to change gears in your prayer life. It's time to change gears when it comes to your walk with Jesus if it's been affecting you change them gears and get into the spiritual realm and fight it spirit with spirit but I'm telling you we don't fight for victory we fight from victory tonight Jesus Christ has overcome the devil the enemy and you know what we have the victory tonight we got to tap into that we must tap into the supernatural spiritual realm 
through prayer and fasting. And I'm telling you, you'll see things happen like never before. Who knows what it is that you need breaking? Who knows what it is? Uh, but God knows uh, that all things are possible to those who believe. Listen, you got to put aside the unbelief and say, God, I'm just going to simply choose to believe. Oh, there's many things that come in my mind, but I'm simply going to believe that you said it, you can do it. God, I'm going to believe it. Your word is truth. I don't care what the government or the world order says. I'm saying whatever your word says, I'm standing upon because that's where it is. I'm going to put on the whole armor of God because the enemy's coming against me. I'm going to put on the whole armor. Helmet of righteousness, breastplate of righteousness. I'm telling you, the helmet of salvation. Put it all on the belt of truth and take the sword of your spirit. Come on, we need to be weaponed. Uh, you know, we need to get all our armor on and say, yep, I'm ready to fight. Uh, I'm ready to fight in the spirit. And so tomorrow night when we come, let's come ready. Arm it on. Let's come ready to do war in the enemy, with the enemy. And let's come and let's lay hold of what God is going to do in our lives. Let's see people delivered. When we pray for those, they can be healed in an instant. When we pray deliverance, they can be healed in an instant. Demons can flee because there are saints, uh, there are Christians and believers uh, who have a firm foundation that God can do all things. Uh, only believe. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed tonight. This kind. Hallelujah. Only believe tonight, church. Only believe. What is it tonight that you're doubting in your mind? What is it tonight that's troubling you? I'm telling you, there is a demon trying to get in your mind trying to get into your spirit it's been tossing you back and forth like this young boy enough is enough let's lay a hold your it's been this demon has been killing your generations of families it's been running through your family listen it's time to say listen i'm gonna come against it with prayer and fasting Tomorrow, fast and pray. Tomorrow, you know what, just lay aside that day tomorrow and say, you know what, there's some things I'm going to fast. Tomorrow, I'm talking about even just fasting from food. I'm talking about fasting from social media. Cut off the distractions and disconnect from this world and connect back to God. Tonight's the night to say, yeah, I'm going on record. I'm going to join with the saints and we're going to fast and pray for a couple of things. You fast and pray for your personal and you fast and pray for the church as well. Hallelujah. As we conclude our service tonight, I want to give an invitation. Maybe you're here tonight and you're not saved. God is speaking to you tonight. God is pulling upon your heart. He's waiting for you right now to open the doors of your heart. You're here tonight. You're not saved. Your heart's not right with God. If that's you, don't you do one simple thing and be honest and say, yes, that's me. I'm not saved. If that's you, just raise your hand and say, yes, that's me. I'm not right with God. I'm, 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 I'm not right with God. I know if I was to die tonight, I wouldn't make heaven my home. If that's you, raise your hand and say, yes, that's me. No one looking around. It's just between you and God. Maybe you're backslidden in your heart. Maybe you've once had a relationship with Jesus, but you've gone your own way. You know you're backslidden. If that's you, just raise your hand. Say, be honest. Yep, that's me, pastor. That's me. I want to give my heart back to Jesus Christ. I want him to come into my heart.
and be the Lord of my life. I want to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. If that's you, raise your hand and say, yes, that's me. God wants to forgive you. God wants to give you a future, a hope. God wants to forgive you and give you a brand new start in life. If that's you, raise your hand. Lift it up, no one looking around. Just say, yes, that's me. Lift it up, lift it up, no one looking around. Lift it up, say, yes, pastor, that's me. I'm not saved, I'm not right with God. I want to give my heart to Jesus. Tonight's the night, enough is enough. I've been struggling, I've been, uh, you know what, a demon has been uh, getting a hold of my mind and has actually filled me and I've been tossed to and fro like this child. If that's you, raise your hand. Amen, I see that hand. God bless you. Anyone else want to join us on his heart? Say, yes, that's me. I need to get saved. I need to give my heart to Jesus. God bless you. I see that hand. Anyone else want to join us on his heart tonight? Say, yes, that's me. I want to get saved. I want to give my heart to Jesus. Maybe, you know what, you, you recognize there's a demon that's been upon your life. Lift it up. Say, yes, that's me. We're going to pray deliverance and God's going to heal you. Salvation comes deliverance. Hallelujah. Lift it up. No one looking around. Just between you and God. Say, yes, that's me. I'm not saved. I'm not right with God. Amen. My brother at the back, you look up. He meant that. Amen. Come. Come to the front. Amen. Amy, if you want to come pray. Hallelujah. God bless you, bro. God's going to do something special in your life, man. Let's bow your head. Let's pray. Amen. Turning to the church. Church, these altars are open. Why don't we come and find a place to pray? Let's come and down to the altar. Maybe God's dealing with you tonight through this message about praying and fasting about you know what hey this is time where I need to maybe start doing something and taking things to another level in my spiritual walk it's not about just coming to church it's about your spiritual climate of your heart are you praying are you fasting I'm telling you the enemy is coming against you the church the devil is coming against your life your family but I'm telling you you need to come before the Lord Come on, pray tonight, church. Oh, God, have your way. I come against this kind that robs people from destiny. I come against this kind that begins to steal people's God future and hopes and dreams. I come against this kind in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we come against every demon. We come against every foul demonic spirit. Oh, God, that has had its time. God, with this, with this church, we begin to bind the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, church, lift your voice. Oh, Lord. Holy Spirit, we need your power. Holy Spirit, we need your power. Fill us with a fresh anointing. Fill us, Lord God. Holy Spirit, move upon our souls. God, you're calling us into the deep. Lord, you're calling us beyond the shoreline shallows. God, you're calling us deeper where the miracle takes place, where the supernatural takes place. Oh, you're calling us out of the boat to walk on water. This kind will keep you 
in the boat, not venturing out to take a step of faith. This kind will stop the church from sending couples out into other territories. This kind will stop a generation that would hear the message of Jesus Christ, that would continue to preach the gospel. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go into all the world. God, you started this church back in 2017. We stand here tonight, 2021. God, ready to see another move, ready to see another wave, ready to see God, new souls saved in the kingdom. God, ready, Father God, with hearts abandoned, lifted. God, to you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Come on, when you first got saved, your prayer life was on fire. Come on, let the fire burn again. Come on, when you first got saved, you're out on the streets preaching the gospel. Oh, let the fire fall, Jesus. Yes, God, Oh, uh-huh. 
I believe in God our Father. I believe in Christ the Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Our God is three in one. I believe in the resurrection that we will rise again. For I believe in the name of Jesus. Yes, God, oh, Lord, I'll judge and I'll defend them. I'll judge and I'll defend them, suffer and crucify. Forgiveness is in you. Send it into darkness. 